Hello and welcome to the DC Legends podcast. This is podcast number four. Uh, today we're, we got a really special uh, kind of group together to talk about some really cool things. Uh, we're going to talk about PvP and, and a little bit on hacking. And uh, with me today is Sean. Hey, Joel. We got Ken. And we got Ibs. Hey, how's it going? Yo. Got new faces in the room, as you can tell by looking at the podcast. No. <laughs> it's clear to see, hundred um, percent. So I think it would be good uh, to start with Ibs here. Um, and Ibs, why don't you tell us about what you do and and uh, who you are? Yeah, how's it going? My name is Ibs. I'm the engineering manager here for uh, DC Legends. Um, been uh, kind of heads down on PvP the last couple months. Um, addressing feedback and trying to get better tools for uh, designers to be able to uh, kind of tweak the economy and the system and uh, and uh, address some of the concerns. Tell me, Ibs, do you, do you think there's been some feedback on PvP? Do you think the community has been noticing and interested in giving us some thoughts about it? I've seen a thread or two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I think, I think there is some, some discussion on it. I think it's a topic that people are kind of interested in. Yeah, totally. Um, we, we've taken a pretty big effort to uh, step up our uh, game to be able to monitor how the ecosystem goes and the uh, ebbs and flows over the week as we go from the beginning of the week and the rollover into uh, the final home stretch as you're uh, grinding for those chemo shards. But uh, <laughs> Everybody needs more chemo exactly. shards. Come on. So we've, yeah. uh, we've been doing a, a, a pretty big pass on kind of visualizing how the population is and providing the designers the tools they need to be able to uh, kind of uh, address some of the sticky areas in the league tiers or um, address some of the concerns as they go forward. I mean, we've seen some massive improvements over the past week, so definitely your work is is really helping there too. So thanks, yeah, it's yeah. been a, it's been a fun effort. It's been a fun challenge, and a lot of people involved trying to uh, trying to get back to a state where we feel like uh, everyone's having a good time, but still um, a good competitive ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say that like everybody internally cares a lot about PvP as a game system, right? We Absolutely. enjoy this. We like playing against each other. It's fun. And we absolutely understand a lot of the issues that come up. Um, we see the community threads. We read these things and try and address them. And PvP is just, it's a complicated kind of system. And so, you know, we want to make careful steps, but, you know, improve things continually. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I think uh, that speaks to the kind of calculated approach that you guys have, have taken with, with uh, how you want to address PvP. Yeah, most definitely. We, uh, we're very cognizant and aware that um, there is like a weekly cadence and we don't want to kind of pull the rug out from underneath people grinding for the particular uh, fragments that they're looking for. So we, uh, we don't try to tweak the rules or the, how we grade or how we dole out rewards before the rewards go out. We kind of take that period after rollover to um, kind of enact some of our, our changes, our tweaks, our improvements yeah, um, so, so that they have a full week to react to them. So you kind of like queue up a, a bunch of like here's our hy hypotheses exactly. and how we're going to approach it, kind of cue those up and then like monitor it and then kind of tick down, okay, well, that's kind of not happening the way it should. We'll add this into the next change log. Exactly, yeah. So we make our hypotheses, we reevaluate them throughout the week and then we kind of make new suggestions um, or recommendations um, from an engineering perspective to design and the design has the levers and tools in place now to uh, be able to react to them accordingly. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, you know, PvP is one of those systems, those game systems. It's really live. It's really dynamic. Players are always doing interesting things, coming up with new teams and oh, different yeah. approaches. 
And so we're, we're paying attention to these things, right? And we see what's happening and we make note of how Kemo is dominating on the leaderboards, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then try and react to that. But we have to be careful in how we react. I mean, you know, we're, we're exactly like the fans. It's like, you know, if we see something that's a problem, it's like, I want to fix it right now. It's like, I want to fix it right now, too. But I also don't want to change the rules out from everybody who's currently playing a certain way. It's not really fair in the middle of a tournament to, like, you know, yeah. make everything different. So we have to be a little bit more careful and cautious. And so believe me, we want to move as fast as possible. But we also don't want to change up everything all the time. Yeah, we do monitor, like, in real time. But we just don't react in real time because we want to make sure that we have a good sample size to work off of. And it's, it's not this like knee-jerk reaction, right? Exactly. And making sure that we're not trying to do too many fundamental changes at once so that we actually get good data on kind of how the, the, the changes have altered the ecosystem, um, how it changes player behavior, how it changes kind of your motivations throughout the week. Um, we, we're very methodical in that approach. No, that's awesome. Um, and I, again, it, it speaks to like the current state of PvP. It took a little while to get to where we are, but you know, the changes have really improved over time. And like, I'm having fun again in, in PvP. It wasn't the, the funnest for me, honestly, like for a little while. And now I'm able to make progress and I'm getting those really good matches that are, you know, challenging and rewarding, like testing, like how my meta is working against someone else's. Well, and I think that's the key there, Joel, is that, you know, matches and getting like our goal here right is that we have a pvp system that is both fair and competitive yep. you know we want to encourage everybody to participate in this we want to give everybody an opportunity like if i have my four thousand power score team or my twenty four thousand, that either one of those i can like play in pvp and have some fun right mm -hmm. um so part of that is figuring out okay how do we intelligently make sure that everybody can find some matches that they can play and it's a balancing act and you know we've been playing with a lot of different tools behind the scenes to make adjustments and you know it's it's surprisingly complex underneath the hood to to manage all this stuff but we feel like we're getting to a place where we can say that you know everybody on their list should be getting a set of matches that are reasonable like that there's some that it's like okay those are pretty easy I can manage those these are a little harder I have to stretch myself but maybe not totally out of reach um, and that you know your early experience is, is coming into the PvP it's a little more forgiving at the lower level yeah. leagues but then when you get into that all-star league it's like man that's a dogfight you know these are the top positions in the world it's like we expect that those are the best of the best players in our game so you know we kind of figure that at that point the, the gloves are off, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a lot more complicated to, to find those matches than what players perceive, too. It's like players expect, you know, you're matched up against somebody who really is going to challenge you, but I'm still going to be able to beat them no matter what. A lot of the time. Well, you know, winning winning is always fun. Losing is never fun. But like, if you're going to have competition, there's a balance between the two. You know, it's you got to have these opportunities to win, but there's always a little bit of a risk of loss. I, I, I always like having that feeling where I, there's a a little bit of an edge where I know that there's a possibility I could lose this if I don't use the ability the right way. Like, do I want to hold off on using this ability to maybe an, another round to kind of buff up a little bit more and really lay waste to the team? Or do I want to just go, kind of go all at it? Well, and that's, that's exactly right. And we're trying to make sure that, you know, when you get trophies awarded from victories, 
that they're appropriate to how difficult the match was, right? And that, you know, the lower level awards are for matches that, you know, pretty much you should be able to coast through that match without too much difficulty. The ones that are more valuable, you have to be a little more strategic. You know, you got to look in at the team you're facing, think about who those characters are that you're going after, make some guesses about, you know, how their synergies are going to work together so that you can put your team and counter them effectively. I think everybody's probably had the experience now where you walk in with one team against certain opponents and you get crushed, but then swap out one or two characters and suddenly the match goes completely a different way. And there's always a little bit of a luck factor also that like sometimes, you know, you just get a bad roll that like somebody's, you know, special effect happens on a superpower and yep. it crushes your team and you go back again. It's like the same thing doesn't happen. You know, critical hits. We all know that those can be a game changer depending on how often I, they uh, come I up. I mean, having that Aquaman lead has really helped a lot of people, I think, you know, just having the ability to kind of uh, diminish the damage a little bit and kind of have a bit more survivability gives you a little bit more time to kind of build up your team and and counter against you know that that really big wave of AOE damage that you get a lot of the time well that's exactly right that you know we want to we want to be aware of how people are playing and you know what dynamics we're seeing what is the meta that evolves in our game and make sure that it's a constantly evolving strategy that there's a constant you know I can play this move oh but then you can counter with this guy and so you know Aquaman comes out and it's like guess what he's nullifying a lot of critical damage um, and making the the leaderboard look very different suddenly and that's exactly what we want we want to see a you know a dynamic ever changing constant evolution to the strategy with this game yeah I've noticed a lot of people taking up Siren in kind of a bleed team as well which is really kind of neat because what like, are you saying that the power couple is going to be Siren and Chemo are you suggesting that I, I am uh, <laughs> slightly suggesting it's it's uh, Chemo Siren and, and maybe some Huntress okay because Huntress oh. is super popular right now too well Huntress but, is, is a great character but uh, definitely Siren like she does so much damage and she has this like evade survivability that makes her really tough to kill. Yep. And I've seen her just be the last kind of woman standing and lay waste to the rest of a team. There's plenty of YouTube videos that our Reddit fans share. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good example where, you know, if you can't hit her, you can't take her down. But there are certain characters in the game which can hit very, very accurately. And can, you know, make a a very effective counter to that. So, I mean, there's always, like, the give and take. And this is where, again, you know, suddenly if you've got, like, Cyborg with his, like, ability to uh, increase his accuracy so that he can hit characters that are evading, that's pretty handy. And there are abilities that do not miss, too. Exactly. So, like, those are all things that you have to kind of factor in as time goes on and when to use those abilities, too. Because if you see, like, uh, you know, Siren all buffed up with her agility up, you might want to hold off on using that ability until, you know, like that happens. And then you can hit her and kind of take her down finally. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it, it's really interesting to see how this meta evolves, how it plays into the PvP leaderboard and kind of the direction that goes in. Cool. And, and you know, kind of like the big, you know, elephant in the room with the uh, leaderboard would be... Uh, you know, some of the people who aren't really playing by the, the you know, let's say, like, Are you saying fair. cheaters, Joel? Are you talking about cheaters? I'm, I'm saying cheaters. Cheaters? 
Hackers. We don't like cheaters in our game. We, we want there to be no cheaters and everybody's playing the and, same. And I think this plays into to why Ken is here, who's been quiet this whole time. So, yeah. Ken, why don't you, you tell <laughs> He's us been busy looking yeah. for cheaters, <laughs> hunting them down mercilessly. <laughs> he, he has a dead shot on his side. Yeah, that's right. So, why don't you tell us who you are and, and you know, kind of what you're doing here? Yeah, so I'm um, Ken. I run the platform team here. Um, we're, we're actually the platform team for the whole studio, but DC is kind of our most major, um, you know, project right now. Um, you know, basically, I keep the servers running, keep the trains running on time, uh, try to keep things as secure as I possibly can. Um, and I've been spending a lot of time on hacking uh, over the last oof, two, three, four months. Um, and you know, it's it's a um, a lot of games have this problem, a lot of game, online games, a lot of mobile games, uh, you know, you're sort of in this constant arms race with the hacking community. It's this kind of weird cat and mouse game. Um, and, you know, some weeks you're winning and some weeks you're losing. Uh, one of the things that we had happen recently uh, that maybe a lot of people don't know is that the hacking situation uh, is greatly affected by when we put out a new version of our client code, mm. right? So when there's a new version out there, um, a lot of times the hacked version of the game, they have to go rebuild them. Um, and so that happened recently when we put our new, our new version of the game, yeah. which gives us a nice little window of like people not hacking quite as much for a while. But then sometimes that's when we see new hacks pop up. And that's sort of the window that we're in right now is sort of like working on getting our new detected or uh, new detection mechanism sort of honed. Um, and you know we're we're sort of constantly scrubbing for hackers. Um, we have a handful of detection mechanisms. Obviously, I'm going to all of what they are because that would be a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> but you know we're like we're looking at that all the time. We have lots of detection. Yeah, it's 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 actually Ken people. hanging. He hits the streets and he talks to his informants and he has like a hat that he wears right. and yeah. some glasses. I'm on the awesome. dark web all the time. <laughs> Looks a little bit like Sherlock Holmes sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we we have a lot of ways that we monitor that. We are monitoring it constantly, um, you know. But we're also we're careful, right? Because what we don't want to do is go ban people uh, erroneously, right? Yeah. Which is which is a real danger. Um, uh, you there know, might be a really good player. Who, or somebody who just plays a lot, or someone who plays a lot, or a new strategy that we've never seen before. Too. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know, I I play uh, PvP a lot, and I'm usually in sort of like the top thousand or whatever. And so, one of the things that I've actually really liked recently is I've started to see more surprises. I was playing this morning, and I saw you know a team on my list that was you know. Uh, I don't know, a couple, couple 3,000 power score less than I was. I'm like, oh, I got this guy, no problem. And I went in and I was like, oh, no, whoa, this is like a weird team comp I haven't seen before, and I'm going to lose this. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was just a bad dice roll. Like, I'll go in and do it again. And I was like, no, I, I can't beat this guy. The right, right? Me, give, me, give me the strategy. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get a leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I don't know, maybe if you guys want to talk more strategy and design stuff, but I swear something has changed with Cyborg recently. He used to be a pushover on defense, and he's not anymore. Well, I, <laughs> Cyborg is... I, he's awesome. Yeah. I, it's just he has great. to be used But correctly. I used to be able to beat him a lot when I was on defense, when, when he was on defense, and now like he, he 
roast me. It might be the the rest of the team composition. This could be other supporting. Where where like there's other greater threats that you perceive, and you go after them first, and it gives Cyborg that time that he needs to kind of buff up, and then by then he has like the accuracy up, and he's dropping like you know massive crits on you. Could be, could be, yeah. Um, so anyway, the point there is that like what we don't want to do is is find someone who's like that who's found a great team comp that's just gonna like you know rush up the boards and we want to look at and go okay wow is there something like balance wise that we need to adjust there but I don't want to just go ban that person right. because they look like an anomaly right so we spend a lot of time just making sure that we're you know being as accurate as we possibly can in uh, in trying to figure out who's hacking um, so you know we're I think. We probably have more hackers that you're seeing uh, sort of out, up on leaderboards and yeah. in PvP probably the last week or so um, than we did prior to that uh, because we have this sort of new window where we're trying to, trying to track people down again. Um, and I think in the next few days... Uh, you'll start to see that get cleaned up a lot. Well, we've okay. started to hone back in on we, that. We also partner with customer service, who right. really you know takes kind of the lead on yeah. kind of the visible stuff as well um, to, to take care of these people too. Yeah, that's right. So we have we have some technical detection mechanisms, right, um, where we're actually like scraping through all of our data and seeing who we think is hacking based on some sort of you know boring top secret technical stuff. Um, but we also you know, when people report players as cheaters, we investigate every single one of them. Um, and that is actually a really, really valuable way for us to get info about who's cheating and go do something about it, right? I mean, we have a really great community. They're very Sorry. they're very active in, like, calling out the cheaters. Yep. And they like to bring to our attention the hacks that come up, too. Yep. So they want fair play. We want fair play. So we're all working together to make that happen, which is awesome. Yeah, that's right. And so we like, we investigate any of those ones that come in. CS sends, sends a report to me and a couple other people um, every couple of days, I think, about yeah. all of those. And we, we run them all down. Um, and, you know, if we're, if we're relatively sure that they're cheating, you know, we'll, we'll ban them or message them or, you know. Um, so kind of the rule or kind of the moral of the story is like, you might see hackers for a time, yeah. but they're going to be gone. Yeah, we're going to take care of them. Well, and we and we try and make a real effort to make sure that you know if somebody is hacking and getting on the leaderboard, and that's going to knock out somebody who's legitimately playing, keep them from getting their reward. We try and make sure that does not happen. Right? Yeah, we want to make sure that the people who are getting rewards for playing the game fair and square are being represented accurately um, and getting the rewards they deserved. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks a lot for that insight, Ken. Yeah, for sure. I, I know the players appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't, Ken I, is on twenty four seven. He does. He, he never sleeps. I don't. Uh, I don't like seeing. Get, get those two a.m. emails from Ken. Like, caught another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, you know, now it's time for some listener questions because mm. we have a really inquisitive fan base, shall we say? Um, so first off is. Uh, Kieran asks, will there be rebalances done for various characters, especially those on the low damage bar, like Superman or Wonder Woman or Shazam, and will Taunt be re-examined? Well, I think it's fair to say that I guarantee at some point we're going to be rebalancing certain characters. Um, I don't want to go into the specifics about who right now, but yeah, we're, we're absolutely looking at the characters to try and make sure that they're going to be effective. You know, you design characters 
and they have a certain intended role in combat and these sorts of things. Then you roll them out and it's like sometimes it works exactly the way you expect and other times it's like, oh, you get surprised. Um, Characters that taunt specifically, we're absolutely looking at that and we want to make sure that uh, you know, the tanks can tank effectively, that they can like absorb the damage, protect their team, this sort of thing. So um, that's under active investigation. And, you know, I think it's fair to say that we'll be constantly evolving the game. We don't want to undermine the way people have been playing and like their investments in characters yeah. and everything. But we want to make sure that the characters deliver on their promise and do what they're intended to do. Awesome. And... Rightling asks, any plans for other PvP pack or to alter the existing PvP packs? Well, my I'm, I'm encouraging the team that we have a pack where it's nothing but chemo shards. So it'll be 10 chemos or maybe 50 chemos or maybe 1,000 chemo shards. How about that? No. Uh, That's a new currency. Exactly. The chemo <laughs> shard currency. Um, no, so uh, we're actu- actually, yes, there is definitely an interest in changing things up a little bit. Um, cool. You know, I don't, I can't say exactly when that is going to happen right now, but we're looking at you know, how do we want to make sure that uh, the PvP packs, you know, that if I'm chasing a certain character from those, that I can continue to do that, but then also see some new faces in the mix. Yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, it's what we all want is to be able to say like, oh, hey, here's a character that I haven't had a chance to really explore or get them to the rank where I feel like they're going to be effective. How do I do that? And PvP is a great way. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And Godfall Krypton, he must be a super fan. Uh asks what about uh calder or aqualad um and i definitely agree martian manhunter is missing from the game i also believe nightwing should be in the game as well yeah i think i would also love to see (laughs) static shock in the future but first on my list is calder well i think these are all great characters um they're absolutely on our radar. I mean, the thing you got to remember is that we can't roll out the entire line of DC characters all in one month. I would love to. That would be awesome. Um, it would be a little tough on the art team and the design team to like roll out a thousand new characters in one month. Um, so, you know, what we're trying to do is make sure that every month you're going to see a good mix of some new heroes, some like some fan favorites, things like, you know, Aqualad or, you know, Nightwing or, you know, like these characters. Awesome. Um, And then like some ones that are a little less familiar, you know, I mean, March was a good month where we have Aquaman and it's like everybody knows Aquaman. You know, if you watch the Super Friends, you saw, you know who Aquaman is, right? He was uh, guarding the Hall of Justice. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like he's, (laughs) he's one of the big ones, right? Um, Less people know Mira because, you know, she's like, not quite so high but she's in the comics and she's going to be in you know some of the upcoming films and everything and then Siren is definitely going more into the lore and like there's a good family connection there so like that's a nice balance and we're trying to hit that going forward and so all the names that you mentioned um, these are names on our radar Um, I don't want to spoil any surprises we like to tease these things as they get up closer but I think I think people will be happy in the coming months based on the names that I'm hearing awesome and Ashriel asks, will this cycle of energy, physical, mystical of new characters be continued like this? Well, we definitely try and keep a nice balance of the different affinity types, the mystical heroes, the physical heroes, uh, the energy heroes. Uh, and we will you'll see some months where it's like these are all energy heroes and all mystical or this sort of thing we'll also have months where we just have more of a balance where it's like oh, okay there's a mystic hero a physical hero and an energy hero all in one month 
um, or you know some villains and some heroes these sorts of things I mean we, we, we want to have a nice balance across things and one of the things we're aware of is that because we have a game where there's these different types of characters and they have different roles that there's a few holes here and there that like you know yeah. you might not have a mystic character that provides the like the hard-hitting damage that you want on team so we introduce a character that can address that or if you want to have an energy character that can like heal and keep the team alive you know we know that that's something that is on our radar so balance so that you know there's a lot of different approaches to this um, is is a thing absolutely for us uh, in terms of like seeing the new characters don't expect that every month is going to be entirely one theme of affinities it's going to vary a little bit but I think you'll see that it'll always be good stuff awesome I mean it's kind of hard to go wrong with the slate of DC well there's so many heroes and you know it's literally one of those things where I just wish we had, you know, more time and we could do like 10 times the characters. For sure. Uh, what's your favorite character, Ibs? I've been having a lot of fun with Huntress recently. Awesome. But uh, the, the Aqua family's been uh, been slowly building up in my uh, in my library. Sweet. And Ken? Uh, well, my favorite DC character, bar none, has always been Wonder Woman. I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan. Uh, can't watch the movie. Uh, but in the game, uh, I recently added Huntress too, and it became a lot of ass with Huntress. Uh, Huntress is she's bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, once you get her going, she gets all those buffs and like dodges yeah. up. Man, she's she's a turret. But you know, man, um, uh, Castaway Green Arrow is amazing too. Because when you when you all that legendary that. Um, thing that gives him all those extra shots man like and he debuffs when he does those shots so he can be really brutal yeah there's a lot of unsung heroes that you know you may not they may not look flashy right but like you realize their strategy and, and how they work with other team members and it's like ooh that's a nice combination yeah, totally. very cool well once again I want to thank Ibs and Ken for stopping by and Sean yeah. always absolutely thanks Joel alright so, wrapping this one up alrighty Sweet. until next time yep Thanks.